everybody, Stephanie Panay here from The Realty Deal. Thanks so much for tuning into this podcast. Today I'm talking to my first-time home buyers, or just just home buyers in general, because this is kind of a financial savings uh, tip. So I'm going to give you guys a handful of tips for saving for your first home or your next home, let's say. So <clears throat> first, you need a solid financial plan before you think about buying a house. Because you need money. You need money for a down payment. You need money for closing costs. You might need money for renovations. Um, it's not just, it might not be just as much as your rent. You might be paying a little bit more towards your mortgage, property taxes, home insurance, and your utilities. So first step is you need to set a goal and a timeline. You need to start by considering the down payment. So for first-time home buyers, you guys are aiming to put at least 5% down. Um, if you get 20% down, that's great because then you avoid the CMHC mortgage insurance fee. Um, that's Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corporation. If you're putting less than 20% down, they're going to charge you, um, and it could be you know 10 over 10 grand. Um, so you need to figure out if you're putting five or over 20% down because that's going to make a big difference. Um, and that you're going to find out to your mortgage broker, right? So first step is just meeting with your mortgage broker. Um, and get a clear picture of how much you can reasonably expect to borrow. Because it depends on your income, it also depends on your credit score, and it depends on the amount of debt that you're carrying, right? So they're going to take all of that into consideration, where you work, how long you've been there, your credit score, um, if it is in need of repair, then they could possibly put you on a plan to help you with that as well. And that's all part of the plan, right? Um, that's all part of setting a goal and a timeline is it might not be a perfect time for you right now, but maybe within six months to a year, you have to personalize that. Everybody's different, right? So your mortgage brokers are going to work with you every step of the way, and it's a great starting point. So the second thing is <clears throat> rethinking your expenses. Because <laughs> in an ideal world, before purchasing a house, you should try to set aside, you know, like 20% of your annual income um, or like 25% of your monthly take-home pay um, with the assumption that this is roughly how much you're going to be spending on your mortgage. Because affordable housing is defined as if you pay less than 30%, maybe 33% of your income on the housing expenses. So mortgage, property taxes, utilities, home insurance. So if you're paying more than 30% of your income towards your housing expenses, that may it's classified actually as unaffordable housing um, and that's uh, that's your call that's why you guys figure out what's affordable for you so where you start with that is just rethinking your expenses keeping in mind that you should be putting away 30% of your income towards um, you know your future house right so before before buying any material things you know you want to try cut out any extra spending so ask yourself you know do I want this object or do I need it? And just asking yourself very simple questions like that, you're going to be surprised how much you save. So check yourself before you wreck yourself and rethink your expenses, okay? So just ask yourself, do you want things if you need it before you buy it? What else can help you is to download an automatic savings app on your phone. So there's so many creative ways to steal money from yourself. And uh, some apps, they'll just um, put your spare change directly into your savings account, right? So if you spend uh, 65 cents, then they're going to put the rest of the dollar towards your savings account. So 
There's lots of different apps out there. You can do the spare change. Someone will reward you for your positive choices, like uh, exercising or not making impulse purchases. Um, so these things can keep you accountable. And, you know, little things really do all that add up, all these ways and things. So go positive reinforcement with that app. Um, the next thing you guys can do is name your savings account. So um, maybe you're alone or maybe you have a partner. Um, and you guys are going to be a team here, right? So make it fun and make a savings account maybe together. And you can name the little savings account something motivating, right? Like our dream house or no touches or vacation or retirement. And there's psychological and financial reasons for doing this because you're going to be less likely to blow this money on, you know, a trip or something extravagant, but maybe unnecessary. So if you name it, before you take money out of the account, you're going to be reminding yourself of what you're giving up in order to get this little thing that you want right now, rather than keeping uh, the end in mind the long term. So it takes time, right? So name that account, keep reminding yourself. Um, so number five is put all of your bonuses and stuff into your home fund. Um, this is this could be really easy to do, right? You get a bonus every the year, tax refund. Um, you know, inheritances, even selling your stuff, right, proceeds from your sales, um, you know, just personal stuff, clothes, or if you're selling your art or whatever you're doing, these can all be automatically deposited into your home fund. This is the easiest but possibly the most tempting thing to take and run. So next time you get a bonus or you have a little extra money, put it in your home fund, your dream house fund. Um, or your retirement fund, you can call it that too, because if you're buying a home, you're investing yourself. All of the money, well, at least half the money that you're paying towards your mortgage, you're paying towards yourself and that equity that you're building for yourself. So when you sell it um, and the market appreciation goes up, you're going to be tapping into that. So it's kind of a forced savings plan for you once you buy the house, but you got to get there first. <laughs> so I hope that these five steps were helpful for uh, saving for your first house. Just to wrap that up, first you have to set a goal and a timeline to talk to your mortgage broker. They're going to help you with that. Then rethink your expenses, right? So remember that affordable housing, uh, put away 30% of your income because that's going to go towards your future mortgage payment. And cut out that extra spending. Ask yourself, do I want it or need it? Um, then you're going to download that automatic savings app, right? Put your spare change away. Then you're going to name your savings account, your dream house. Keep yourself motivated <laughs> psychologically. And uh, put all your extra money in your home fund, right? Don't be tempted. And, you know, you don't need to be house poor. I think you're going to be house poor. This is 30% of your income, hopefully, that's going to it. I know that GTA um, houses are much more unaffordable than that um, when you look at people's income versus the average home price. So everybody's different. That's why you really have to just talk to professionals, talk to me, see how I can help you. Um, so these are just kind of some starter tips for saving for your, for your first house. I'm so happy to help any of you who are interested in making your homeownership dreams come true, because that is my dream to help you guys make your homeownership dreams come true. So happy to help with that anytime. Thanks for thinking of me if you're thinking about buying or selling or investing in real estate in the greater Hamilton, Burlington, GTA area. Happy to help. Check out my website, therealtydeal.com. Lots of great real estate nuggets on there. And reach out anytime. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Have an awesome day.